I really want to share with you just a little bit uh, behind the scenes of what change is all about. We call this night Belong because it's a night where you can come and find out if change is somewhere where you want to belong and be a part of and join the mission of what we're doing. Um, but before we know exactly what we're doing, we have to know why we're doing it and who we're following. And, you know, change, we're all about following Jesus. Now, you got to look back at uh, God. You know, here we have this amazing, omnipotent, incredible being who is all-knowing, all-powerful, almighty. And he was in his magnificent presence in heaven. And he had this prized creation, humanity. He made humans. We're funky looking. We smell funny. But he made us his prized possession. And he actually told the angels, hey, out of all my creations, I'm actually going to create this one in my image. I want to put my DNA in them. I want them to feel what I feel and see what I see. Now think about this, though, being an all-powerful God, and you want to represent to humanity how to live on earth. How do you do that? What God did is he wrapped his son in flesh and sent Jesus to the earth to show us what it looks like to bring heaven to earth. And so that's why we follow Jesus, because he's the greatest representation of what heaven on earth looks like. When you look at Jesus, he's the son of God. He came to the earth, and, and there's actually a scripture, 1 John 4, 15 says, if anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. Uh, but Jesus brought heaven down everywhere he went. Everybody he met, everybody he contacted, all left better because he came into the situation. You think about uh, the woman with the issue of blood uh, where she was sick for years and, and just in this uh, depression of thinking, man, I've tried everything. I don't know if you've ever been there where you've tried all human resources. She tried all the doctors, all, got all that involved and, and couldn't find a cure. And here is Jesus, you know, and he's walking with his disciples to actually go to another thing he was going to, to, to heal a girl who was dead. And this woman reaches out to him and Jesus stops he says, who touched me? Power left me. And his disciples are freaking out. You know, like, Jesus, it's a big crowd. What are you talking about? There's a big crowd around. So he's like, what are you talking about? But Jesus understood something left him because he carried inside of him heaven. And so everybody that came in contact with Jesus left different. And that's why we, as a church, we think, you know what? That's our calling, to bring heaven down to earth. You look through all of Jesus' life, he did this all the way to the end. And then you get to the, the, the last year of his life where he died on a cross. And this was the greatest representation of what true love is, is to lay down your life for somebody else. Um, and, and what I love about the story of Jesus is it doesn't stop there. Because isn't that a great story in and of itself? Someone died for all humanity. What? I wouldn't die for you know, for a lot of people, I would die for my family, and that's about it. You know what I mean? I love you to death, but I wouldn't die for you. But Jesus, they could have stopped there, but he rose from the dead, which meant he overcame death, which is the greatest obstacle of humanity. Think about it. It's the greatest thing in our, in our world, death. You can't overcome that. And Jesus overcame it to say, that's not what to be afraid of. Do not fear death. I've already overcome that. That's not something that we need to worry about. And then when Jesus rose from the dead, he went to heaven. And, and this is the beautiful picture of him going to prepare a place for us, but also to show us this is not your final destination. This isn't your home. Don't get comfortable. 
This is not where it all resides. This isn't what you need to be focusing on. I'm going to a place to prepare it for you. So you need to now represent the kingdom of God throughout the earth so that many can come into the kingdom of God someday. And so he went to prepare a place for us. And, uh, he, and he told his disciples, John 14, 3 says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. And I love that, that, that he's going to prepare a place that we don't have to stay here. Because I don't know about you, but, you know, earth can get kind of crazy sometimes, right? Y'all have those crazy weeks where it's just chaos and things are crazy and your body's hurting in weird places. And you're like, what is this? Well, this isn't your home. Don't get comfy. It's okay. Because we're going to a place that is going to be better. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be perfect. I love that. And Jesus said he is the only way. And that's why we're so crazy about making sure people know that Jesus loves them and Jesus has the plan for them because we believe that Jesus is the only bridge to God. He's the only bridge to heaven. And, and Jesus even said, he said um, in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And that, that's, that's a little crazy when, when you think about Jesus is the only way. you got a lot of people who are misconceiving who Jesus is because there's a lot of people who represent Jesus wrong. And that's why we take it very seriously that we got to rep him right. Because if you rep him wrong, he's the only way. Turn people off of Jesus? Yikes. That's turning them away from the only way to get to heaven, the only way to reach the Father who loves them so much. And so when you look at the life of Jesus, you, you understand that's what it's all about, is to bring heaven down. So our calling and our mission, and I pray this over you, is that your calling is to bring heaven to your city. Everywhere you step into, everywhere that you come in contact with any person, that you would bring heaven with you so that their death would become life, their darkness would become light, and their weakness would become strength because you brought in and ushered the presence of God and his kingdom. And then you have Jesus who who uh, sent the helper to us. He didn't only just go to prepare a place for us, but he sent us help. He said, don't worry, I'm leaving you. And, and the disciples were freaking out because they're like, Jesus. You know, I could just, I could just imagine like, them looking at each other saying, okay, who are we going to follow? You know, who, he's been doing everything. He's the healer. He's the one we've been following, saying here's where we're going to go. Jesus, if you go, what are we going to do? And he reassured him. He said, hey, listen, I'm going, but I'm going to send a helper to you that's going to empower you let you know what to do and if you just keep in communion with him everything will be good and he sent us the holy spirit and then you have the whole story of them being in the room and waiting for you know the everything to go down and the holy spirit came in and filled them with power and we believe that that that's what we got inside of us is we have power that we don't only go into situations and try human kindness but we go into situations with authority because we have that power to bring in life everywhere we go. It's amazing. And when you look at the life of Jesus, doesn't it make it simple that all we're called to do in every situation, in every conversation, we're to bring heaven into the situation. We're to bring heaven into the conversation. We're to bring heaven into our city. And that's what we're called to do, is to be just like Jesus. Everybody has core values, and if you look at yourself, you can find them really quickly. Um, your core values are things that you put a lot of time and energy into. So if you're all about working out, 
then your core value is to keep healthy and strong. And that is one of your core values. If it's working hard, then no hours in the day is enough to get all your things done. Uh, you need 18 hours a day instead of just the normal eight because working hard is very important to you. It's one of your core values. If loving your spouse or loving your family is number one, you know, you have all these things set in your life as core values. Um, our mission has changed, and, and, and here's what we're doing now. I love this, this time of change because what we get to do now is build a culture in our city. And so we just get to focus on serving and bringing value to everywhere we go. Uh, we took the change card out um, to MLK Day, and we got to serve all the people who are serving the city and just give them a cup of coffee. And it was just something little and simple, but it's creating a culture of selfless giving. Why are you doing this? Huh? I, we just love this city. We love you. you know, we love what you're doing. We want to we wanna give you a great day. And that's what it's all about is to create a culture so that we can rep good. And I'm, I'm excited because right now what we get to do is build a culture of bringing heaven to earth so that someday when we're at, you know, a theater and we're filling a theater with all those that want to come in, they're coming into a home that we've built. We're building a home on purpose so that it's a home where all can belong. It's not just for some, it's for all. Isn't that a great picture? Can you just picture it someday? We have this big giant theater and it's just full of people wanting to get in that culture because they want what, what we have. They want heaven. They want Jesus. They want all that he has for us. And that's why it's so important to us. Core values aren't just some things that we write down and say, oh, cool, we got some core values. They're really catchy and really legit, you know. That's awesome. But they're more than that. They're building a home, a structure, an atmosphere, culture, that when people walk in, they feel it. And they're like, whoa, these people are about relationships, I can tell. Yeah, it's our, it's our, it's our core value. Relationships over regimen all day long. Um, I look at Jesus' life, and, and his whole life was relationship over regimen. I mean, everything was all about people. You know, when he was preaching on the mound, and he had thousands, I mean, 5,000 people he's preaching to, Right? And he's getting the word of the kingdom of God out. Even in the midst of that, the great, one of the greatest things he could be doing, preaching the word of God to 5,000 people, he says, hey, who's going to feed these people? I don't, I, didn't, I don't want to be the disciples when he asked that. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we don't make any money. We follow you, Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't going to cover that bill, you know? I'm sure they were thinking that, but Jesus was, was caring about the people because it was all about relationship. And he knew if these people aren't fed right, if, if, if they're not taken care of, they're not going to hear about the kingdom of God. They're not going to hear me when I speak in love and, and encouragement to them. So it was all about relationship, making sure that that culture of relationship was huge. And, and, and the biggest part of what he did is reach down to the children and reach down into someone's life and come into the, the leper's world where no one touched them. And he would reach into their life and, and draw that amazing love and greatness out of that person in that moment. So relationship uh, over regimen all day long. And the core values, we, we, we broke them up into like this. So the first part of it is who we are as a church, as a family, as a team. This is who we are. We, we treat people like this so that we, we uh, show them the love. And John 15, 13 says, greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for one's friend. I love that show because our life can represent so much. You have a lot going on in your life. You're building a career. You're building a family. 
You're, you're doing a lot with your life. And so your life is very important to you. I mean, it's all day long, every day. Every day you wake up and the first thought in your mind is probably, how am I going to build my life, right? And Jesus is like, hey, listen, if you want to follow me, no greater love is this than to lay that down for those around you. What? But it's my career. It's what I'm drawn for. And God's saying, I know, I get it. I understand that. But if you lay that down for people around you, that's what true love is all about. The second is healthy families help hurting families. You'll never help anybody unless you yourself feel healthy. And this was something that was very hard for me to understand because I love just giving, giving, and giving, but I would, I would drain myself so much. If anybody ever do that, where you're just working real hard and you're draining yourself, and then at the end of the day, you have nothing. You are spent. And it's one of those things that if you don't continually fill yourself up, you will have nothing to pour out. And we fill ourselves with Jesus. We fill ourselves with who he is because he's an incredible God that, that gives us strength and everything we need. Um, and that's why that room is so important to us, the change kids, is because we believe that if, if your children aren't being fed and poured into, then how can you, you know, really go on this course with them following right behind you? We value our kids so much to keep the whole family healthy. We believe that they, the future literally belongs to them. It really does. You think about those kids, they're crazy. Have you ever been around some kids these days? They are nuts. They got energy for days. They will run circles around me all day long. And I love the enthusiasm in a child. And if we can grasp the imagination and let them see what real love is all about, to lay down your life, to lay down your favorite toy for your friend, that's what it's all about is creating a healthy atmosphere that we're healthy in our knowing and our doing and our feelings that we can go in and, and pour into those around us. It's huge to us. Um, the third core value is uh, vision versus visible. And I love this one because I'm all about vision. I, I believe that there's some people that are just more visibly learning than others, and I'm definitely one of those. You know, show me a video on YouTube, I'll learn it just like that. Help me read a book. I ain't reading anything. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not learning a thing. But you show me something, it's huge. So that's why, like to me, if we can keep our vision in front of us, you know, it, it's, it's the big picture in thought. You, you do this with your money. So you think, oh, we're going to save up for a house, right? So you have to make sure that all of your spending in the visible right here and now makes sense to get that house. Because you want the pool, you want the yard for the dog, you know what I mean? You want the place for the kids. So you want to think that way if that's where we're headed. And that's what we want to keep as the first part of our lives is that God has shown us this big vision of a changed city. So what do we need to do now in order to get there? These might be some good ideas, and you'll have a lot of good ideas poured at you. Hey, this is a good idea. You should really jump on the ball. I believe that Jesus is calling you to this. And that might be a good idea for most, but you have to look at the vision for your life. What is God calling you to do in the grand scheme of things? What's God calling you to build? It's not like me. It's not like anybody else. You're an individual. And so you have to look at everything and say, should we buy that right now? Mm, I don't know because we want the house. You know, should we do that right now? That's a good idea, but we're transforming a city. And when we transform a city, we have to do things right and we have to do things on purpose so that we can move ahead to get where God already showed us. Dreamers are amazing. When you meet a dreamer, you know it because they're just in another world. Like, 
I don't see that. <laughs> you know, I'm sure when they came to this, this spot right here, at first it was the DuPont warehouse, and they're all run down and torn down. This is Grace Fair area, and it, it, was, it was not the greatest spot in the world. I'm sure the dreamer that dreamed this up and said, guys, just wait. There's going to be a 60,000 square foot building. It's going to be an innovative space, and, and, and all these great companies are going to come here and invent the future. I'm sure there's a lot of people that looked at him like, are you smoking mushrooms? You know what I mean? Like, you, you, need to be, you need to be watching yourself because you need to get away from Kennett Square, you know, and get in to Philly a little bit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that must have been the thought because dreamers see something different. And, and, and as we come in with this vision to say, hey, we're transforming a city, there might be people that look at us and say, what Kool-Aid are you guys all drinking? You know what I mean? You guys are crazy. But we see what God has already shown us. And that's why we do everything on purpose for the vision, not the visible. So that's who we are. You know, we're all about relationships. We're all about being healthy as a family. And we're all about vision versus visible. Um, the fourth thing is, uh, is language leads longevity. Now, there's a scripture that says, uh, and I love the message translation of this, words kill, words give life. They, they're either poison or fruit you choose. <laughs> I love that. Because every conversation you come into, you can spew poison. How many ever met people like that? You're like, whoa, everything you're saying to me right now is straight up poison, you know? And, and there, there'll be a lot of times where you'll have to choose in your conversation to bring life, not death. Uh, how many have ever been to a, a cash register or, you know, you've been to your bank where you're a member at, okay? And, and you think that, man, I am the greatest, uh, the biggest uh, uh, challenge for this person to help me. You know what I mean? You ever been to those people where they're like, you know, it, it is the biggest inconvenience for you to be here and help have me help you right now. You know, you have a waitress or a waiter, it's like, oh my word, I just can't help you, you know, and, and they can get so caught up in that. Um, and, but we believe that language is the, the leading of a longevity of a culture. And so what we speak into existence is what will go further. And so every instance that we get into, no matter who we come in contact with, we will always bring them up to our level and not creep down to their level. We will always speak life into every person, into every culture. No matter what we walk into, we'll bring life because that's what Jesus called us to do. I love it. I love always looking at the example of Jesus because it makes it just so simple. That's what Jesus did. He brought heaven down and he built a home for all to belong. There was none that couldn't come to Jesus. Core value number five is exemplify to multiply. And this is the biggest thing because true leaders reproduce themselves. You know, if you're not reproducing yourself, then you're, you're wasting time because you're a great person to be replicated. And when we're pouring ourselves into Jesus, into who he is, and we're pouring ourselves into the calling that he's placed inside of us, um, we become something that should be multiplied. But a lot of times we only do it with our words and not who we are as people, as individuals. And so God's calling us to be examples. How do you set an example? I always hear your kids always pick up on what you do, not what you say. And they always follow the path that you thought you covered up. You know what I mean? You hope they don't find that path, but they always end up finding it. And you're like, how'd they do that? It's because example speaks way louder than words. And what you do in your actions speaks way louder than anything you'll ever say or preach. So that's why it's so important that we not only preach this, but we live it. And you think about the life of Jesus. I mean, everywhere he went, he lived it out. 
he didn't just preach about being loving and kind. He died on a cross, you know? And I love that. And the last core value is this, failure fuels the future. Now, this is kind of crazy because, you know, I tell everybody we will be a church that fails all the time. And you, you don't want to claim that, do you? I mean, if you went in for a job interview, you know, and the guy was like, well, what's your biggest strength? I fail a lot, you know. That might not be something to get you the job. But I believe that the true people who are out doing things that no one has done are failing all the time. They have to in order to get to where no one has ever been before. And on the other side of failure, that's where the future of the world rests. It's because those are the ones that are thinking outside of the box. So, man, I want, I want to challenge you in your life. Man, think outside the box of what God is calling you to do, not what someone else has done or not the great successes that maybe the world puts on a pedestal. Maybe what God is calling you to do as an individual, to do things that would change the game and, and bring about the greatest movement in the face of the world. So my prayer in all of this is that God would raise up a team because I know there's, there's those that are going to come alongside of us and build this culture. Now, those are the crazies, okay? Those are the crazies that are like, hey, we're going to get this done, and we're going to show what it is to be change, as my, my daughter says, change on fire, you know? That's her big thing. She passed out flyers at MLK, and she's like, change on fire. I don't know why. She just, she wants this place to be on fire. I'm like, I, I love it, you know, change on fire. That's awesome. But there's going to be the crazy builders that, that we're believing God to place it on people's heart to say, I'm in. I want to be a part. And that's what belong is all about, is for you to find your place. To say, this, this could be something that I could really dive into. This could be something that I could really get involved in. And then um, we're praying for those in our city that one day will hear the name of Jesus because of what we've built because of the home that we're building, the structure we're putting in place, the culture we're setting up very strategically so that when people come in, they feel the love of Jesus and they feel who he is inside of us because we are the change. We're the change. So I wanna pray over you tonight or today, whatever time of day it is. I wanna pray over you that God would just speak to you in an individual way that no matter what you're going through in your life right now, no matter what things you're kind of debating whether to do or not to do, uh, sometimes we get caught up in, in distractions and thinking uh, through situations where the Holy Spirit will just make it super clear. And so I want to pray for that tonight, that it would be so clear for you to know, man, this is what's up. And then, uh, and then I just pray that today would be a huge encouragement to you to know yourself as a leader in Jesus, to know how to follow him. So let's pray. God, I thank you so much. For everybody in this room, I thank you so much for who you are and what you've called us to do here in Philadelphia. And God, I pray that you would just uh, be with us the rest of this time. I pray that you would speak to us individually, that as we search who you are and what you have for us to do, you would show us exactly who we are. God, when we dive into you, we know exactly who we are as individuals because it's in you that we become new, we become uh, transformed by the renewing of our minds. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen.